0: Hey everybody! I just wanted to say a few things real quick. First of all, thank you for listening. I'm excited to be back and I hope it's for real this time. That said, moving forward, I'm not going to hold myself to a weekly Wednesday schedule. All I want to do here is to keep at it and talk to people and do my best and I think giving myself a little more lenient of a timeline will help me do that without burning out. Um, Because doing this by yourself is hard. People never talk about how doing things alone is hard. People always say, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, still go alone. That's the phrase. That's the saying. The second thing is, I set up a voicemail box for the podcast, so you can now call me and leave me a message. You can tell me one thing you hate about yourself. You can say hi. You can ask a question. Literally do whatever you want. I don't care as long as you call. The number is 856-433-4024, and I'll leave it in the episode description too. Okay, that's it. Thank you for sticking with me, and now go enjoy this damn episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of 10 Things I Hate About Me, a podcast where we are quite literally making a list of all the things we don't like about ourselves. I'm Sam, and one thing I hate about me is that I recently left a candle burning overnight. Hear me out. And a few days later, I found out that the candle was recalled. Hear me out. Because the glass was cracking and exploding. (laughs) Burning my apartment down would have truly been an amazing collab between me and the Target Threshold Candle brand, the collab nobody knew they needed. Here we are. All right. So today is going to be a different kind of episode we're gonna stray from the format a bit because our guest has been on the podcast before so you should know exactly who this girl is she's a philadelphia comedian and co-host of everybody's favorite pop culture podcast flop soup everybody welcome back one of the best people i know cassandra kuriezes hi cassandra hello
1: Hi.
0: Hello. Wait, that's actually Okay, I not
1: to just like jump right into candle exploding, but I had a candle explode this week. Like that actually happened to me. You did? Yeah, it just I I didn't like I left it burning overnight or anything. It was just <laughs> Not like I did. Well, <laughs> listen, it, and I've done that and I <laughs> the other day, like somebody walked into my bedroom who's not normally in there and they were like, "It smells amazing in here." And I was like, "Oh, that's actually because I've had a candle burning and I forgot." <laughs>
0: like Mhm.
1: I'm irresponsible with candles. But the point of what I'm saying is that I had one explode. And it wasn't even that Target recalled one. It was just one from Home Goods that I was like burning at the bottom. And it just like, yeah, and I was like, okay,
0: yeah. And I was very lucky with the overnight burning thing, because it kind of did the thing where it like tunneled. So when I woke up in the morning and saw that it was still going, it was like very tiny flame, it could have just gone out on its own. So that's good. What was it like when it exploded? I wasn't there. I I just like walked over and I was like,
1: oh, this exploded. Like it like just like the side of it like popped out essentially like the like it was like the structure was still intact, but like a bo- like the bottom 25 percent on one side just like exploded out. Wow. And it was like, oh, OK. <laughs> and like I realized I think there was a noise that I had heard like maybe 30, 35 minutes earlier, like because I was like basically like across the hallway. And I was like, all right, I guess that's what this was. I'm glad that nothing too crazy happened. Like,
0: Yeah. One thing I love about both of us, we haven't burned down our houses yet. That's right. That's right. I mean, honestly, wow, this is
1: really like somebody's <laughs> going to send Smoky the Bear to my house. But I had a candle. I had a candle burning today. And for the very first time ever, the smoke alarm in my bedroom went off. Oh, no.
0: From the candle. And I'm like, This is crazy. They just can't be burning like that, I guess. Whenever the smoke alarm goes off in my apartment, which it's very sensitive, it'll go off when I'm just like cooking and being normal. They love to go off when you're like doing grilled cheese and you're like, okay, like is that what this is for? I don't think so. (laughs) Maybe the smoke detector is just being like, I want one. I want what you have. Yeah. And it's, like, jealous because it's, like, always watching us. Yeah. No, for sure. I think that makes a ton of sense. But it's not living our life. It's not living (laughs) our life. And it was just that it was. And it knows
1: that it's the only way for it to get attention because if the house was actually on fire. Absolutely. You wouldn't really be tending to it. You would just be, like, getting the hell out, you know? Sad life, smoke detector. It really is. Like, if they (laughs) did have consciousness, it would be really tragic because, yeah, I mean, you're just, like, begging for someone to wave a towel in front of you and that's, like, all you'll ever get. It's not like if the smoke detector saves you from the fire, like you go back in and you kiss the smoke detector or anything
0: like that. (laughs) Would be nice.
1: For the smoke detector.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have us jump right into our first segment. You know it, you love it. Roses and thorns. Rose is the best or most rewarding thing that happened to you this week. Thorn is the worst or most challenging thing that happened to you this week. I'll go ahead and share mine first. Yes, please. My rose is I did a craft day with some friends last weekend, which I had been wanting to do for a while. The idea of just like meeting up and everybody does some crafting and we have some snacks and listen to music. That is so like, that's a beautiful day to me. That is a beautiful day. So I've been doing like a lot of crafting this year as like a coping mechanism. Love. Because this year, shockingly, has been bad for me, personally.
1: Sorry, Sam.
0: Thank you. Thank you for saying <laughs> that. Um, and so I was, like, you know, really excited to get together with everybody, do crafting in a way where it's, like, you're still socializing and not just, like, you know, avoiding work that you should be doing or avoiding going out, stuff like that. Yeah, And all I did was color. I brought this, like, coloring book that I'm obsessed with. It's called Bobby Goods. And it's just, like, cute little drawings of all of these, like, animals doing fun stuff, like going to get donuts, floating down a lazy river. That sounds great. Stuff like that. It's really cute. Yeah. So I just had a nice time. And it was, like, a little bit of... I don't want to say like random assortment of friends, but you know, those situations where like you're in a group and it's like people from like three different friend groups that are all being like mashed together. For sure. Yeah. It was one of those situations. And I think that normally I get like really anxious in those situations being like, I hope everybody likes each other. But this is one of those situations where I was like, no, I know everybody is going to have a good time and enjoy each other. And we did.
1: That's amazing.
0: And we're going to have another one next month. That's great. Oh, it's craft club. It's Craft Club. You can come if you want. Oh my God. Thank you for the invite. I I just
1: might. Tell me when. I will. You know, I don't know. I said that, and this might be. Are we doing things we hate about ourselves? Girl, go for it. Give us a scoop. I hate that I kind of hate crafts. I actually hate crafts. Like, I don't, I don't like hate, like, if I had a coloring book in front of me, that's not so bad. But, like, I do not like to collage or paper mache or, like, see something that, like, needs a reuse and figure out how to MacGyver it into something interesting for reuse. I am really bad at all of that. Like, and I always have been. And, like, I, like, remember getting into, like, arguments with art teachers where I'm just, like, I'm not gonna be good at this. Like, please don't make me do this. Like, <laughs> you know, and they would be, like, you just, like, have to try. Like, <laughs> the, like, the basically being, like, the rules are that you have to try.
0: Yeah. Maybe Crafty Club could help you come and, like, practice that. And truly, just do a throw the spaghetti at the wall situation, <sighs> where you just try something and see how it feels. Or you can just bring your bring a coloring book, or I'll give you pages to color and just chill. I could do a crossword. Yeah, my friend, my <laughs> friend brought her her book of crosswords. You can. That's that okay, great. Thing. I
1: have multiple books of crosswords. I'm not even that good at them, but I like that a lot more than then. Cra- I'm so sorry to crafting. I'm so happy for everyone who likes it. That's what I want to say. I'm like I. I'm like, that's so <laughs> great for you. It seems like a cool thing to be good at that, but I just i don't have like an impulse and instinct to talent. It's not there
0: yeah my my relationship with crafting is like I will get upset if I'm not immediately good at something, same, and I will get i will get overwhelmed by like a blank canvas situation you know mm-hmm. like collaging is really difficult for me because the idea of like getting the magazine and cutting it up and putting stuff together I'm like one of the other girls that was there at the uh crafty club she was collaging and I was like I just don't know how you do it they have like it's just different brain different situation
1: those people and I'm ha- and again I'm so happy for them I'm like <laughs> that's great like I <laughs> just I it couldn't be me it could and you know that's okay I think that's okay
0: I think that's okay too thank you for being um honest about your relationship (laughs) with crafting and then um my thorn yes I truly this is one of those situations where I'm like I have so much to choose from because everything sucks but I'm like trying so hard not to be dramatic especially because I can't like go into detail about what is sucking in my life okay okay I will say last night I attempted to do like some sort of like self-care situation. You take a nice long shower, the everything shower, and you do like a face mask after. Light the candle, eat the favorite snack while you watch your TV. Whatever, whatever. I watched the newsroom for the first time. Oh, Slay, I love that show. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm accidentally really deep into it now. No, yeah. I just, <laughs> and let it wash over you. That's my advice. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I was doing my face mask, I did like a clay mask that you have to rinse off. And my nose ring came out. <gasps> and definitely just got like washed down the drain. And I don't have spares. So now I'm just ringless.
1: Girl, you have to get something in there. Won't it close?
0: I don't think that it will immediately close. It's also been pierced for like 12 years at this point. Okay. All right. So you probably have more time than... A, than I have spent. a little bit of time. I have a cheap little ring coming from Amazon that should arrive tomorrow. So.
1: I mean, you do live in South Philly. You can find a nose ring, I think, anywhere if you put your mind to it.
0: I looked and this is... the One thing I hate about me is... My driver's license expired in June, and I just never got it fixed. Oh, no, Sam. And the two uh, piercing shops on South make a big deal about being like, you need to have a valid, ID, not expired ID to even be able to come in. So I was like, okay, well, there goes that idea. <laughs> so like, okay, so I have something I want to say, actually, about mm-hmm.
1: piercings generally. I have two cartilage piercings. One is from the Piercing Pagoda at the mall when I was 18. God bless. It healed perfectly. Looks amazing and wonderful. Oh, I'm jealous. Definitely nobody had a driver's license that they looked at (laughs) or anything like that that I can recall. Then I went and I got it done at this fancy piercing shop at 4th and South. And it was like a lot of money for like everything Mm -hmm. involved. And... Um, it didn't heal very well, <laughs> and it hurt a lot more than I remember the first one hurting. Aww. And then I tried to get a second hole there, like in my earlobe, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't do it because I was going to go fly somewhere in two weeks. Oh, And I was like, okay, I'm done with this situation, you know? Like, just go to a piercing pagoda,
0: <laughs> you know? <laughs> I want to get my second holes soon. Should we do that
1: together? We can go to the place. Oh, my God. (laughs) Let's do that together. That would be so fun. I've I've been meaning to do it again. It's just like – it was like, you know, if I don't do it now, I don't know when I was going to – but
0: now there's no swimming happening, so it's a good time. That is true. I learned that – did you ever read American Girl magazine when you were a kid? Probably.
1: Probably but I don't have any specific
0: memories. I was obsessed with American Girl dolls and American Girl magazine, and I would check them out from the library any chance I got. And there was this one article in American Girl that was all about getting your ears pierced. And one of the things that they made a huge deal about was don't get your ears pierced in the summer because you're going to be swimming a lot. And that's how piercings get infected. It absolutely is. It absolutely I is how that happens. <laughs> <It> Burned <laughs> yeah. into my brain. So I'm happy to hear you say that.
1: <laughs> no, it's it's true. You It will get infected. It it has, it has happened to me.
0: In 2015, I went to get a second hole done in my nose because I thought that the double piercing look was cool. But I did a really bad job with like the upkeep and it did get infected. And looking in the day that I looked in the mirror and saw like the like raised skin around the piercing and like how red it was, I was like, oh, no, oh, no. It's a big oh, no vibe. During during an entire season of oh, nos. the first half of 2015 was a big oh, no time for me. It was it was tumultuous in the culture generally, you know. I think that's it for me for roses and thorns. Cassandra, what are your roses and thorns for the week? Thank you for asking. My rose
1: for the week is the rainy weekend we are currently experiencing. I love uh-huh. I love a rainy day. I love not really leaving my house very much, not feeling like I need to leave my house. I kind of like did nothing all morning. That was super cool.
0: It's nice to have the pressure off. It really is.
1: And like, I have, like, finally, I feel, like, made some time for myself where I don't feel, like, panicked about all the, like, stuff I need to do. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's, it's like, coinciding with that. And so I'm just, like, I'm having a relaxed day. Also, like, so sorry to my friends, but I have more than one friend who was supposed to go to a concert festival this weekend. <laughs> and I'm, like, sort of basking in the um, successes of me having no plans. <laughs>
0: Yeah, my first ever festival experience was at Boston Calling in I think that would have been like the summer of 2013. It rained that day. And the only thing that I had that was like waterproof was this like zip up hoodie from when I was an orientation leader that said like Northeastern University orientation leaders 2012. Dorky a huge like paw print on the back Yeah, I was truly in dork mode (laughs) but I had a great time good well that's what matters if you're owning that type of garb you're really owning it you know you're like this is what I'm wearing yeah back then I was really able to own that stuff very confident definitely not now would not be caught dead in the ol hoodie right now
1: you know people change
0: (sighs) that's so true it's okay (laughs)
1: I'm like people change you know you just say that to anything people change people they change people change we lose our confidence
0: it happens it's life
1: we lose the ability to own a paw print on the back of a piece of clothing <laughs> <laughs> my thorn is just like office life I think right now mm-hmm. where like I'm trying to save money by not buying food out which I have talked about on my own podcast, and it's, you have. it's true. There's narrative, um, but what happens is like the pattern that I've fallen into is that I go to work with my coffee, like in a to-go cup. I've been very like militantly doing that. I get to work, I have the coffee at my desk, and I have like a Cliff Bar or something like that, and then I take my lunch. Um, upstairs because there's like a big window that looks over City Hall and like that's nice for me to do like I'm like okay great I'm like seeing the outside I feel like I'm connecting with the outside but I'm also trying to exercise at my office gym because it's like my cheapest exercising option Mm -hmm. and the office gym is like so in the office like you're on the treadmill and you like see coworkers and you're like oh no it's I mean it's horrible like it's horrible like I don't know why they have it like placed there. People should be filing complaints. <laughs> no, literally. And I'm like, is it like sexual harassment that I'm in my like little working outfit and everyone can see me? Obviously it's not, but it's just like Everybody turn around for 30 minutes. <laughs> Everybody like just look away. And I'm not even doing anything crazy. All I do is I do like a like little bitch version of the 330 where I'm just like 10 330 10 2.5 for five minutes, 325.
0: You're being normal
1: and I validate you. Thank you. Thank you. And but it's just like my point is that like I get to the office at like 845 and then I leave at like 530, 45 and it's like I have been there the entire day and I'm just like mm. I, I it doesn't feel right like I need I need to like go outside at some point and be like out of there like it's just too too much office time. Yeah. You know and and I don't even mind like I don't mind going that that much because it's like great I left my house but then it's like It's like I have my own version of being trapped in the house and it's like being trapped in the office.
0: Yeah. You know how people sometimes are like, of course your job affects your mental health. You spend a third of your life at your job. Whenever I hear that, I'm like, you are harming people's mental health when you remind people about that. When you remind them of like what really how much eight hours is.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) You know what I thought of recently? If you lived to be a hundred years old, that would only be... 36,500 days on this earth. Isn't that crazy? Doesn't it feel like that number should be way higher? I'm shaking. I'm shaking my goddamn head. Don't tell me that. It should be at least 50k. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like uh, I was listening to a podcast recently where people were talking about like l- your life in terms of like weeks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, don't
0: do that to me. Like, it's like, yeah. no, I can't think about it that way. Like, yeah, I can't think about it. I th- I feel like that's also a, a really easy way to manipulate numbers.
1: That's so true. It's like all data is fake.
0: Yeah. One thing my mom likes to do is she'll be like, Sam, how much do you spend on coffee every week? You know, if you stopped spending that much on coffee every week, you'd be spending – Saving. You'd be be saving this much money per year. And I'll be like, mom, that number would sound crazy no matter what it was. I could be spending like $5 a month on something and you'd be like, you could be saving $60 a year. Anything sounds big if you multiply it by 12. Stop. Don't – That's a really good point. That's (laughs) a really good point. I mean uh – Wow.
1: There's so much to be said about that. First of all, first of all, you don't know how much money I spend on coffee. I go to Dunkin'. I take advantage of those rewards. Don't talk down to me. That's right. Don't th- You're right. You know how to be economical about it, okay? <laughs> and like, what is your happiness worth, you know? Yeah. When somebody's like trying to weaponize me spending money on coffee, I'm like, my happiness is worth so much. Like, I even like the coffee from my house. Like, I do it like the way that I like it, but I'm still just like, there's nothing like the way someone else's latte
0: hits, you know? Yes. I. You already know this because I texted you after it happened, but I tried to get Duncan today and my app wasn't working and I ended up just like abandoning the whole thing. And it did make me unhappy. I was really looking forward to what I was going to get at Duncan. And it's like, you know, we live in this
1: society and it's like, what do we get to have? Our little coffees. Mm -hmm. That's like one of the few things that like you can really just like seek out for yourself from day to day. It's your little coffee. My little joy.
0: I'm a simple girl. Your little joy. You are. You are. (laughs) And a complicated one, but also a simple one. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for saying that. (laughs) I'm simple and I'm complicated. It's like that Alanis Morissette song. Exactly. So, Cassandra, you have already been on this podcast. We've already heard your list of 10 things that you hate about you. So what I was thinking for today is that we could just go back and forth and come up with a little list of 10 things that we both hate about ourselves. If we have to do the math, you know, I give five, you give five.
1: I feel like I went first with my craft fact. All right, I'm going to let you go because I don't think I have something ready to go. But, you know, there's always stuff doing. <laughs>
0: so true. There's always a little bit of hatred just brewing inside all of us ready to come out. For sure. So one thing I hate about me is that I'm addicted to these chicken Caesar salads at Target that come in the little bowls and have like the plastic fork in them. Something about them is just, like, so good and so easy and so satisfying to me. Wow. And I'll get, like, a little olipop to go with it. I know that it's a thing on TikTok where people are like, chicken Caesar salad, fries, and Diet Coke is the perfect meal. And I do agree with that. But that's not, like, feasible every day. So I think that my version of the perfect meal is Target brand chicken Caesar salad with an olipop. I'm having a lot of thoughts right now. (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear all of them. And, you know, you can drag me if you want.
1: Um, Yeah, I think I'm not going to be coming out charitable right now. Okay, so there's a few things. First of all... No, I I need to be challenged. No, I'm challenging everyone. First of all, I think that as a society, we are stupid for falling for the new soda trend. (laughs) Like, we are all... like. Olipop? Isn't there a lot
0: of sugar in that? We just declared aspartame to be cancer. I don't think they use aspartame. I think it's probably something more along the lines of like stevia. For sure. I think that they're so good. Of course they're
1: good. It's soda. (laughs) It's soda. Of course you think it's good. My point is like my point is more just like we need to like just scale it back with the bevies.
0: Like I don't know if I can.
1: No, I know. It's hard. Right. So it's like people are trying to scale back on alcohol. That's what I think is like inspiring this. Yeah. But then we are creating drinks that I feel like are, they're bad for you in a different way. Like I'm literally like public health girly right now. Like so hard. <laughs> That's just me.
0: I will say I actually did stop drinking a year ago. Um, Congratulations. This, thank you. This week um, marks the one year. And it was, it was something that I, felt like I needed to do for like a long time but wasn't really willing to try. I get really bad Asian glow when I drink. My face just looks really red. Um, My heart beats really fast. I had to kind of like face the fact that that's just not healthy for me to continue doing. For sure. Especially because they say that if you have that reaction, your risk of cancer goes up every time you drink oh wow yeah and and the factor that like made me be like okay I can commit to not doing this is that I started a medication where you're really not supposed to drink Mm. but it put me down a path that I'm really happy with because I kind of realized I don't think I really like alcohol that much all I really want is to have a little a little sody or a little like mocktail situation or yeah I I just want soda and juice that makes me happy which is uh, let me say that's amazing. I'm very happy for you. That's a little bit of a tangent with what you're saying. No, no,
1: no, no. but it's it's definitely involved where I'm like, okay, so I
0: I want people
1: it's, it's a really hard balance, right? Like I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, get your little coffee drink, like whatever. <laughs> like And of course there are coffee drinks that are like insane and sugary and all of those things. I was going to say,
0: I would definitely consider Dunkin' to be more of a health risk to me than, than the my Olipop. No, that's that can be like totally possible. I think what
1: I'm <laughs> reacting to is like, So first of all, I love chicken Caesar salad. Like, I I love Caesar salad. Like, don't get me wrong. That is, like, that girl. But I think it's funny (laughs) that we call them salads. Like, they are legally salads, but, like, salads imply health, and Caesar salads are not really – There isn't, like, a big health benefit there, right? Except for, like, it's not, like, fried, grilled, whatever. I feel it's a neutral food that that, – you know what I'm saying? It's not, like,
0: net – I get what you're saying. I – I feel like we're having a debate right now and I kind of love it. <laughs> yeah, we're like it's a, nearly presidential. <laughs> <laughs> if presidential debates were like this, I'd be tuned the fuck tune, in. Tuned in, yes. <laughs> I so um I'm like it's a debate and I can't even remember like what you were saying. I I think that salad I don't think that it has the reputation of being the healthy girl that we think it is. I think that salad is just Salad is code for just lots of things. <laughs> okay, that's a fun take. Jello O salad, Ew. <laughs> tuna salad, pasta salad, potato salad. You're right. You're right. That's it's not wrong. Salad is just mishmash. And then um in defense of the um target brand, chicken Caesar salad in particular, again. This is the Good and Gather chicken Caesar salad that comes in the bowl with the plastic fork in it. We're doing Spawn. It's Spawn. <laughs> I'm secretly doing spawn con. It has, I think, like 20 grams of protein. Slay. And I think that romaine lettuce has a reputation for not being a nutritional powerhouse. Okay. Yes. But I think that it has more nutrition than people believe. <laughs> I think that people conflate iceberg lettuce and romaine lettuce.
1: Okay, that's fair. I mean, I think it depends on the Caesar. Like, because a lot of Caesars do have iceberg lettuce. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that's... Yeah,
0: not this one, girls. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that's different.
1: I will say I think that Romaine Lettuce's reputation is tarnished, of course, from the E. coli outbreaks.
0: Oh, yeah. I haven't got E. coli yet. (laughs) Slay. Slay. Target slay. (laughs)
1: That is a slay. (laughs) But, yeah. Okay, so I'm, like, going after it, I think, because of – because of the iceberg lettuce component, for sure. It's mm-hmm. also just like it's funny to me. Like I like the TikTok meal is just funny where it's like it's a Caesar salad, it's a Diet Coke, and French fries. And there's like something like so skinny girl wannabe about that where I'm like, this is like none of this is actually good for you, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm coming for someone, and they're like just an idea. Um, <laughs> You're coming for me in some ways. Remember some that. Ways. But <laughs> it's like I I do I do always want everyone. To be happy, you know, I want you to be happy. Mm-hmm. I just don't want you to drink soda every single day. I think that's what I want for everyone.
0: I will take that into consideration. <laughs> yeah, that's fair.
1: I'm saying I want everyone to be happy, but I'm like, you know, it's hard. It's it's. Here's what I think. I think it's an easy way to curb added sugar, and like we're all mm-hmm. having. I'm having it too much every day. You know, I eat chocolate pretzels a lot, right? I love a chocolate it's, pretzel. Yeah, you know, and also in Philadelphia, it's it is. <laughs> Kick me off the podcast. Something I hate about myself is this speech right now. Okay, I'm <laughs> hating what I've what
0: I've done here. I'm fun. I'm cool. You eat what you want. I'm just like I appreciate you, um, sharing your opinion. And I think we just had a beautiful, nuanced conversation. Yeah, <laughs> about sure. chicken Caesar salad and <laughs> Olipop.
1: <laughs> here's here's really one I, well, what I what I want to say. Okay, and I feel like a lot of the packaged Caesar salads don't have this. Get that anchovy in there. I want her. And that
0: is the hill I'm going to die on. That's the one that I'm posted. All right. So I'm handing the floor over to you. What is one more thing you hate about yourself? Yeah, I think. Okay. So just piggybacking off of the speech I just gave. um,
1: (laughs) In a different vein, something I hate about myself is that I get spindrift delivered to my home. I love that. Like regular. Like I have like a monthly standing order.
0: I think that monthly beverage subscriptions, I think that if you have that, you've got your life together. You know what you want. You're never going to be without. It is It is like I, I know what I want, and it really does – it's like, I get, it's like, okay, a
1: bevy is so important for the mood, which is, yes. I think it's like, okay, what I'm trying to rail against that I think I have a hard time, I get sidetracked. I get sidetracked. Something I hate about myself is when I get sidetracked sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it's really amazing. And other times it's like, girl, you're losing the thread. You're losing the audience. Okay. We're, we're <laughs> trying to get back to the audience. I want the people creating the bevvies to like tried to create better things for the people you know I'm like Uh create something what I love about spindrift is that it's like natural flavoring it's bad for your teeth a little bit because like if you have like weak enamel or whatever like all of that carbonation like isn't good for it that's a different problem but like just (laughs) I'm getting sidetracked do you hear it it's happening the thing that I hate is happening
0: (laughs) okay okay (laughs) I was just laughing because tooth enamel comes up so much on this podcast and I don't know why. It's I don't know. You're, you're having
1: like heady people on who are like very anxious <laughs> about their dental situation. I'm one of them. Okay. I think I talked about flossing last time. All right. Um, you did. I did. I did. My point is like. There is a hole in the market for beverages, I think, because I do think that there is this like huge wave of people trying to be sober. I also have this crazy business idea about like different sober bars where I exploit the populations, but we'll talk about it later. No,
0: I want a sober bar so bad. We ha-
1: oh, we have like so many different populations of people who need them. Um. Anyway, yeah, we'll talk <laughs> about it later, but- I want the beverages that we create to not create a new problem. I just want more from the people producing the beverages. I want everyone to, like, want the best for everybody.
0: I can't wait for the day that you become a comedian slash healthy soda mogul. (laughs) Healthy soda mogul.
1: (laughs) I'm going to figure it out. There's so much happening. I've really just, like, I've gone on a tangent.
0: (laughs) You know what? I'm going to take advantage of this tangent and say one thing I hate about me is that I also get sidetracked i fall into very deep holes just like reading about things for no reason and i think a perfect example of this is this morning i spent one hour reading about pennsylvania adoption laws do i have anybody in my life that i'm adopting or pets about kids real life children human beings is that i kind of think that's beautiful like what did you learn truly not that much probably (laughs) just reading and taking in the vibes I read that if you are older than 12, you have to consent to being adopted by the person that is adopting you, which I thought was good. That is good. I like that. I don't think that this is a bad thing. I think 12 is a little bit of a high cutoff maybe,
1: but... Like you think that they need to be like 8 and consenting?
0: I kind of think so, but you know, I'm no childhood uh, expert. expert, so... Yeah, I don't know either.
1: 12, I guess you're like a teenager basically you're definitely walking around like you're an adult you're definitely like thinking that you are
0: i was watching mtv i was listening to my chemical romance you have braces
1: that's adult-esque of you
0: i certainly did have braces thank you for bringing that up
1: (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) so just trying to trigger you know (laughs) oh god okay what's more things i hate about myself just can't decide what tv show to watch right now i don't know where i'm at i'm like you know, what do I want from this right now? But then I then I spend too much time thinking about what it, what it is that I'm going to watch. And then I'm in a bad mood, created by
0: myself. Mm-hmm. I did it to me. This is why I spend so much time just, like, watching the same thing over and over. So I can just, like, scratch the itch in my brain and not have to think about paying attention to something. Okay, but so then
1: I don't know if this is something I hate about myself. It just is a fact. Like, I don't like to rewatch things. Like, I have to be mm-hmm. in a very, like... I am re-watching Girls. I did bring that up earlier before the podcast began recording. I am re-watching Girls, but it's been a really long time.
0: I think you are a more active watcher, which I think is probably healthier than what I do, which is like zoning out and playing my little game while I watch TV.
1: On your phone? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, one thing I hate about me is I've been playing a lot of Solitaire on my phone. <laughs> Why?
1: Solitaire is that girl,
0: you know? Like, that <laughs> is, like, that game,
1: like, there's... 80 year olds playing it on their devices there's 10 year olds there's 30 year olds i mean anyone can be playing solitaire i used to play solitaire with real cards like every summer (laughs) i loved it
0: it was great. In seventh grade, I would play Solitaire on my video iPod instead of going to sleep at night. I played so much on my iPod Shuffle.
1: <laughs> or not iPod Nano. I would play Solitaire all the time, like on planes and stuff, like ever, anywhere, any place I was playing it.
0: I could have been playing Solitaire this entire time, just podcasting at the same time, multitasking.
1: That would be kind of impressive. That should be a thing that you love about yourself <laughs> you're bringing it up. Should we play a game right
0: now? Yeah. <laughs> should get right into it
1: um i can't decide on tv i don't know i'm afraid that i'm losing like a level of discerning like i okay i'm very afraid of like the netflix original creep of like accidentally watching something that is like sucks you know like i i fear <laughs> watching something that's like truly bad you know I like I just watched a show that Noah Centineo is in on Netflix and I'm like was this good or was it bad and I and I'm worried that I don't know
0: I feel like I kind of went through this last summer where um these movies would be coming out that I would be so excited for and I would be like this is about to be a moment this is about to be a cultural moment I need to be involved so that I can be part of the conversation and then I watched the movie and I was like I didn't like that
1: name a movie girl let's
0: go in Oh my god okay so it was that movie do revenge did you ever see that
1: okay i never watched it because i feared i i feared this problem of being like that actually wasn't a real movie it was like netflix original nonsense it's yeah it's just like you want to be part of something but then you watch it and then you're like i don't if you watch it and then you don't feel part of something and then also you're like, was that, like, making me stupider? Like, is, you mm-hmm. know, like, is did I lose something by sitting through that and trying to follow it? And not, like, all TV that you watch is making me smarter, but, like is giving you know it's like enriching you not making you smarter making you stupider but like and, and like I do yeah. want like most of the culture that I engage with to like enrich me in some way and then I worry that it's like it's just cr- like added to a vacuum or something like yeah, <laughs> I think like, that's a perfect
0: way to put it honestly thanks good okay that's like it's <laughs> just like and I'm like I'm like
1: I think maybe I need to do more research like just read a little bit more about like what it is that I want to be watching and then I'm also like should I just watch the Sight and Sound movie list? Like,
0: and then I'm like, why do you care so much about the Sight and Sound movie list? And I'm, um, you know, actually, you know what? This brings up one thing that I hate about me that I wrote down. Great. One thing I hate about me is that I can't have a letterboxed account because the first thing is I think there's too much pressure to be funny or insightful in your reviews, and I just can't do that. Yes. I just can't commit to that. And then the second part oh, is Sam. Yes. <laughs> I would waste so much time documenting everything I've ever seen. And then just like making these long ass lists of movies that I need to see. And I truly need to find the balance between like watching the same thing over and over again. And feeling like I need to like maximize my like um, film literacy, you know? Yes. Which is a very wide range of two things it two should be poems. easy to find the balance in that but I don't think it should be easy but I mean okay I
1: do I feel like your penchant for rewatching is maybe a little challenging to like because that's time right like every mm-hmm. everything goes back first of all I okay something I hate about myself is that I'm subject to the time resource I'm I'm at the mercy of time
0: no I think that's so important though and this is something that I think about a lot I think about like I'm spending hours of my one life watching the show I've seen a billion times and playing my stupid solitaire.
1: Hours. Something I hate about me is that every time somebody refers to their one life, I'm like, your one wild and precious life. Your one wild and
0: precious life. I mean one precious life for sure. Wild life, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not right now. Do you, do you know it's like the Mary Oliver quote, the quote that's
1: like, what are you gonna do with your one wild and precious life?
0: No that's one thing that I did not do with my wild and precious life is read Mary Oliver. <laughs> just learned that quote.
1: Okay. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's not like I've read like tons of Mary Oliver. I also just know that poem. That's like, whatever you're like the animal of your body loves the animal of my body or something. I don't that's like the two things I know. I don't like... think I like that poem. <laughs> <laughs> and say that and that's okay but like yeah every time somebody is talking about like their life I'm like yeah what are you gonna do with your one wild and precious life like, ah! yeah I don't know okay <laughs> I'm making a um but yeah it's hard it's hard like because you want to do something that you're like this will be I want to feel good and happy and so you're like rewatching something and then you're like but I also want to grow as a person and to do that I need to engage with new things probably right like it's difficult And I really feel you about the letterbox thing. I do not have one either. And I'm very stressed about like people are always like – because I'll tweet about movies a lot still on Twitter. That's something I hate about myself. Um, I tweet about movies a lot like essentially reviews and people are like you should just get a letterbox. And I'm like I don't want one. I just want to like tweet sometimes about a movie. Like can that just be – I don't want to formalize the relationship, you know? Yeah.
0: And, you know, I think that can just be enough.
1: Unless Elon Musk destroys the website.
0: Another thing that scares me about Letterboxd is like the idea of having to put stars on the movies that you watch. Mm-hmm. But I would feel pressure to defend my choices.
1: Absolutely. And like, okay, this is another, I don't think I hate this about myself. I think it's just true. When, when I watch a movie and how I feel about that movie is tied to the time that I saw it. The place in my life.
0: That's why one of my favorite movies is The Babysitter's Club. You saw it at the perfect time, the perfect moment. When I was six. Exactly. Have you seen it since? I watch it like every three months. I own it on Amazon. Hell yeah. I love that. Perfect.
1: And it's like it imprinted on you at the right time. And it's just like – so in that way, like if I really connect with something, it's like – or if I really hate something, it's just like I don't know if I can – if I can always go back and say I know exactly why I gave something three and a half stars. And then it's like, or do I need to develop a complicated like rule set for my
0: star system? Exactly. That is exactly the trap that I would fall into and I just don't want to do that. I don't like anything that boxes me in. Yeah, I agree.
1: I'm like I, – and I do think – and this is making it sound like I don't think I'm a good
0: – I think I am a good critic. I
1: think so. The record, something about the record makes me nervous. Like yeah. the way that you can just like go back and like – be like "Haha, you said this I'm like don't do that to me (laughs)
0: some things are better just kept to ourselves yeah
1: what if I like had a little psycho notebook and I like actually was just like doing stars like in a notebook and I'm like (laughs) I just can't post it online I just have to like write into my little creepy notebook
0: you know I would respect that because you'd be doing it just for you just for me yeah
1: you know what something I hate about myself I don't think I'm doing enough stuff just for me wow you
0: know I don't think I am either that one cuts kind of deep
1: yeah and last night you tried and you knocked your nose ring down the down the sink and then it became not for you.
0: Devastating. Yeah.
1: Devastating.
0: Sometimes doing stuff for yourself just leads to more problems. That that's not a take that we need to go with. Doing anything <laughs> doing anything in life can lead to more problems. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh god. What is one thing that you want to do for yourself? I'm going to make you answer that.
1: <laughs> just like ever? Yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't even have a list right now. I'm like, I don't know. At the same time, it's like I think you could come at me and be like, you are living your life for yourself. You don't have any kids. You're like 30. You have a job. You just like. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Honestly, I'm happy that you said that because I think that I do take that for granted. You know?
1: It's true, right? Like It's like, yeah. You know, I do get, I do get to live it for myself.
0: Yeah, I get I get so bogged down with like the idea of like my life not looking exactly like I want it to or I haven't accomplished the things that I thought I would accomplish by the time I was 30. Sometimes I really need to just stop and look around, look at my four walls in my bedroom, look at my cat and be like, this shit rules,
1: you know? It does rule. It does rule. Yes. No, that's super true. And honestly, okay, so just so I'm like doing a, a tad self-reflection right now of what I just said. I think really what I mean is like so we're comics like performers I have a podcast like when I talk about my life and we're talking about this stuff it's like or like you tweet or whatever like that's not for you it's also for like the audience or whatever right like so if I was keeping like reviews in a notebook that were like are for me to read that's something that's really for me where I'm like I'm like trying to connect with myself and only myself you know that's I think what I mean i don't I don't think I do like a ton of that. Simba,
0: yeah, Simba's here.
1: <laughs> sorry, I need to name that's improv training. I need to name what's going on.
0: <laughs> Simba's in the frame. Uh, um that is something that I think about all the time doing something for yourself without validation, right, but I think it has become so. And I don't think that social media or, like, sending pics to your friends and stuff like that, like, the idea of, like, sharing what you've done, I don't think that any of that is, like, automatically seeking validation, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. But I really do think that I just don't have any concept of how to have something for myself, you know, that is just for me.
1: Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's it's hard to know, like, what, like, is it actually you're just being antisocial? Like, you're not sharing it with anyone or, like, Yeah. But, I like, I don't think, like, doing something and then, like, sending a picture to your friends is, like, necessarily, like, breaking that code or whatever. Because mm-hmm. it's just, like I, – I think it's maybe more about just, like, doing something. There's, like, something about intention. The intention of what right. you were – of, like, you know, when you were creating XYZ thing or whatever. Like, what was the intention mm-hmm. there?
0: That's true. I think that would be a good place for me to start. Like, going back to the crafting thing and how if I'm not, like, good at something immediately, I'm, like –
1: Uh, yeah totally and it's like it's right and like and I said I feel that way too and so it's like there is something in like struggling through something and trying to like learn it I mean like I'm I'm not very good at cooking and like I am like still just trying to I'm like okay focus on it like you have to like have some attention there and like just like struggle through it like think about like what your instincts are like I guess that's kind of for me me trying to cook Mm-hmm. My dream is that I would love to be one of those people who like can like hold a wonderful conversation while they cook a meal for their friend. Like I love when people do that for me. That's beautiful. Do you want to do that sometime? <laughs> <laughs> like for you like I cook for you. I would lo- but I but like <laughs> I I would love to, but I the way that I the, the way that my skills are right now, I can't focus on you at all. Mm-hmm. I can only focus on what I'm doing. And so I want also like you know, in a conversation, I want to be like listening to what you're saying and and you know, responding and kind and like having like a fun flow. But like right now, when I'm cooking, it's like it's like a horrible solitary experience because I don't know enough about like I, I don't have enough of a handle on it. Like it just requires more of my attention mm-hmm. just because of how I am. Like I it's like I'm trying to work through that and get to a place where it's like I could have you over and be like I'm cooking for you and like we're talking and I'm cooking and it's normal and it's fine and I'm not stressed out and I'm not like (laughs) creating stress for anyone else but like the way that it is right now like I really like I and I don't this is something I don't like about me like I wish that it wasn't like that I wish I had that ability to multitask but I really don't I can have you over after I make the meal you can come like I'll be like and I should be cooking and done cooking right at (laughs)
0: X, Y, Z time. We're going to make some plans after this podcast. We're going to have like three different plans by the time this podcast is over.
1: Yeah. What else have we agreed to do? We have to get Caesar salad at Triangle Tavern. That's my favorite one so far.
0: And then I invited you to come to the craft club.
1: <laughs> yes. And I have to bring my crossword book. And we might get our ears pierced, but I don't know. That one seems oh a little God. daunting to me. No.
0: <laughs> I think we're going to have to do that one. <laughs> All right. We are, I think it's safe to say, nearing the end of the podcast. Yes. Do you have any other things that we could talk about for things you hate about yourself? I have like two more things I could share.
1: Right now, the last thing would probably just be like, I have some books I need to finish and I need to get, uh, exit the habit of, I used to be really good at one book at a time. Right now I'm in four books at once and it's no good.
0: Four books?
1: four books. Yeah, one of them is Lolita Slay. Oh my god. All right. <laughs> I just like I'm like I got to read it. Like uh-huh. and he's definitely into a 12-year-old. Can confirm. Can confirm. Sure is. Sure is. Um and some other ones that are that are good and 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 great and I just like I can't give my attention to anyone in the right way and I don't like it. What are your two?
0: Okay, so one thing I hate about me is I really like signing up for class action lawsuits. Do you ever do that?
1: Wow, I have, yeah, I have
0: I would recommend,
1: but not to do it not <laughs> habitually okay you you would recommend
0: yeah i I am a habitual class action lawsuit participant right now, my most recent one is Skillshare has a class action lawsuit for people who have taken one of their classes within the last two years.
1: What are you class acting on? What are you as a class acting on?
0: So the claim is that they, it's always like they shared data that they did not disclose they would share.
1: Right. I think I got some
0: money from like the Equifax hack. I think I got money from that too. I also got money from like a Zoom uh, class action lawsuit. The most money I ever received was uh 1-800-CONTACTS.
1: How much was that for?
0: I feel crazy admitting this, but it was almost $400. What? (laughs) And it hit at a time where I really needed money, and I was like, thank you, 1-800-CONTACTS. Wait, what the fuck? Was that one data data breach-based? I think it was some sort of, like, they lied about the product situation. And it was one of those things where the more receipts you have that can show how much money you've spent – at one eight hundred contacts, the more money they give you. And I have receipts going back to like twenty twelve. This is like the coupon show, like except for <laughs> database whatever class
1: action law that's crazy Sam that is a crazy (laughs) amount of money
0: I wow no and I want to be clear usually it's like $7 yeah (laughs) like my Equifax one was like $11 yeah there was one a couple years ago that was like the Kotex tampons that one was a $7 one wow yeah I
1: don't think you hate this I don't think you hate this about yourself I think you love this about yourself
0: (laughs) you should you should do okay you should do
1: seasons of this podcast and the next one should be 10 things I love about myself.
0: You know, I think that's a great idea. Truly, (laughs) this is gonna be not serious. One thing I hate about me is that I started a podcast called 10 Things I Hate About Me. (laughs) I kind of have like, had these thoughts where I'm like, is it embarrassing for me to talk about hating myself? Is it not healthy? Especially like, what if somebody like Googles me and they see that I have this podcast and they're like, that's embarrassing. You know what I mean? I don't think it's, I don't think it's
1: embarrassing. It's, but like, I do, I do think it would be normal for you to have an impulse to step away from it for a time, you know? Like, I think it's like, I think the basis of the podcast is totally normal. Of course there's like stuff I don't like about myself, but then it's like, I guess what I'm saying is like your impulse is actually, you're talking about something that you, you're like, I hate this about me, but you don't really hate it about you. You <laughs> like it about you. I... You like that you're good at the class action lawsuits. <laughs> I can hear it in this one,
0: which is just, just to say, like, in all things, there's balance, right? Like That's true. I think it's embarrassing, and I think that it's not something that I would, like, freely admit to people. I think that there are people that if I told this to them, they'd be like, that's weird, you know?
1: Those people have never felt the joy of a $400 check from
0: 1-800-CONTACTS. Those people are not on their grind. Yeah, right? Those people are not hustling. Okay? <laughs> but, but I I do sometimes wonder if this is like on on the same level as like crazy couponing and stuff like that. You know what I mean?
1: It is a little bit, but like <laughs> also like,
0: there's, like, a level of, like,
1: impressiveness to it. Like, it's, like, yeah, you're being, like, like, sorry, not to Zoe Dishanella, but, like, you're being, qu- it's quirk, it's quirky, it's a quirky <laughs> thing that you're doing. Like, not to use that slur, but, like, oh my God. you know, it's very, like, having bangs. Like, yeah, it's
0: okay. These are the bangs of my personality. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I have been like this for a while. before I, Before it was the settlement stuff, it was... I would do my own version of extreme couponing at CVS.
1: With the, the with the crazy coupons they would give you? Like the yeah, long receipts? Yeah, and like
0: the extra care bucks and everything. Yes. I loved gaming that system within an inch of its life. They would send out those like weekly emails. And at the top, it would be like, you've saved this much money. And there was one time where it was like, you're in the top 1% of savers in Pennsylvania. And I was like, oh. that's like
1: I mean, trophy worthy.
0: It was a crowning achievement. I'm going to call you brave. Like,
1: (laughs) CBS is daring you to do that. Every receipt that you get, they are daring you to read it and take goddamn advantage of them. But Mm -hmm. so many
0: people don't just because
1: they're scared.
0: They're scared. They also have a very, very flexible return policy that is just asking to be abused, frankly. Take
1: notes, (laughs) listeners, take notes.
0: I had to curb um, that habit because I eventually realized that the things that I was returning, they were just like throwing in the garbage. And I was like, this isn't something that I (laughs) ethically stand behind.
1: It can be so hard to figure out, you know, of course, there's no ethical consumption under capitalism, but it
0: can be. (laughs) But that's really not ethical consumption. (laughs) No, I know.
1: It's it's, there's a lot of things like if you order from Amazon, like you try to return them and they're, they're like, we don't want it back. And you're like, wow.
0: Yes, that is another one of my favorite rackets. Hello, everybody. It's Sam. And since today's episode is already a little bit different, I thought this would be a good opportunity to try out a new segment. Normally, at the end of the episode, I read the list of 10 things that this person hates about themselves out loud back to them. Um, But for today, I wrote up the list of 10 things that Cassandra and I hate about ourselves, and I put it into chat GPT and asked it to write a letter giving both of us a pep talk. So without further ado, here it is. Dear Cassandra and Sam, let's talk about these hates for a moment, because they reveal something unique about each of you. Cassandra, it's okay that crafting isn't your thing, Your creative spirit finds other avenues, and that's perfectly fine. Sam, a Caesar salad addiction? Well, it's a tasty choice, and who can resist those crispy croutons? Cassandra, enjoying spindrift delivered to your house is a small indulgence that brings you joy. Sam, solitaire on your phone might be your go-to, but it's also your way of unwinding. Cassandra, Being indecisive about what show to watch is a sign of having a diverse range of interests. And Sam, not having a letterboxed account is just another way of keeping your movie preferences a delightful mystery. Cassandra, you deserve more me time, and it's never too late to prioritize self-care. Sam, joining class action lawsuits shows your sense of justice. Cassandra, reading multiple books at once showcases your curiosity. And Sam, starting a podcast called 10 Things I Hate About Me demonstrates your willingness to embrace and laugh at your imperfections. Remember, these quirks and hates are part of what makes you who you are. Unique, individual, and wonderfully imperfect. Embrace them, because they're what make you authentically you. Keep being your awesome selves. With warmth and support, ChatGPT. We have reached the end of the podcast, so it's time for our final segment. So what do you want me to do about that, where you assign me and our listeners homework for the upcoming week, which can be any task, tip, or trick that you think could help us feel good and hate ourselves a little bit less? Wow. Do you have a recommendation? This is a great. For me, for you, for others? Yeah. The last
1: time, was it like also for the listeners? I'm trying to remember what I said last time. I don't remember. Do you have a note of what I said?
0: I I might have a note of what you said.
1: Because, okay, so if it was for you, I was going to encourage you to think more about interior design in your home. (laughs) I I think that it's like so powerful to like love your surroundings.
0: I think that is actually an amazing general tip. I think that you're right. Yeah, like I, I don't know. Like I think it's like
1: sometimes it can feel overwhelming and then you don't you don't want to think about it. And you're free to do that too. But like, (laughs) just, you know, look around your house. Is there something that you've been meaning to get? Make the time to get that thing. Like, is it a magnet? Is it like you've been meaning to print photos? Like, is it that you've been meaning to measure your apartment so that you can get an armchair and you need to, like you know, get into that mode where you're looking at Facebook free and for sale stuff? Like, it just like it always feels good to cross that type of item off of a to do list. Mm-hmm. And not that we always need to be doing productivity or whatever, but like it's your house. You deserve to live in somewhere wonderful. So it's
0: my house and I live here. That's right. <laughs> I think that's a really, really good tip. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Cassandra. Thank you so, so much for coming onto the podcast with me. I truly could not think of a better second time guest and I had so much fun talking with you today. And like, to be honest, I mean, it's obviously no secret that I have been like taking a significant break from doing the podcast and I've been nervous to jump back in. So I knew that jumping back in with you would be a really great time. So thank you. I appreciate that I get to be that person. So I'm very happy to be on.
1: um, And, you know, remember... We all have things we hate about ourselves,
0: but we're all amazing. (laughs) So true. Um, Before we go, is there anything else that you would like to plug or tell us about? Just listen to my
1: podcast, Flop Soup. Um, Follow us on Instagram at Flop Soup. Um, You can follow me on Instagram at Cassandra KY. That's also what my Twitter slash slash X slash blue sky is. By the way, I hate it there. Okay, that's all.
0: (laughs) All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right.
0: Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of 10 Things I Hate About Me. Follow the podcast at 10 Things I Hate About Me pod. Let me know what you hate about yourself. Okay. Love you. Bye.